Greetings, Jesus is and this is Pastor Josephine Uru of Natete Miracle Center Church, Uganda, Kampala. I'll be using this platform to deliver the Word of God morning devotion daily. God bless you as you listen. In Jesus' name, Amen. Greetings in the name of Jesus. I give praise to the Lord for this week. This is another week God has given us. And I am still continuing the book of 2 Timothy. Uh, this is the second last of the message of 2 Timothy. I'm supposed to end these, these, these uh, messages tomorrow. So today we are going to read from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 up to 8. Um, I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with great patience and instruction. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires, and will turn away their ears from the truth, and will turn aside to myths. But you, be sober in all things, endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry, for I am ready being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my departure. My departure has come. I have fought the good fight and I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. In the future, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me in that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Amen. That is the passage we are going to to talk about today. And these are the last words of Paul. Um, because Paul has trusted and obeyed Christ to the end of his life, because he is about to be executed, because he and all who love and obey Christ will gain eternal reward, and because the world will eventually turn away from sound teaching, Paul commands Timothy to preach the word, be sober in all things, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, and fulfill his ministry. This is, um, these are the reasons or these are the commands Paul is commanding Paul, commanding Timothy, instructing Timothy to do. So from this we, take, we get a topic of five commands Paul gives to Timothy and four reasons to obey them. What do we learn from this? Paul gives five commands for every disciple maker and four reasons to obey him, to, to obey them. In short, he's giving five commands for every disciple maker and four reasons to obey them. 
so um, I'm going to enlarge about this so Paul gives five commands for every disciple maker and for reason to obey them um, yes it becomes a principle there are five commands that apply to every disciple maker these are five commands that apply to every disciple maker every disciple maker should put these uh, five commands into his life and start and and apply them to his or her life as a disciple maker they are very important when Paul gives them to Timothy as you read the passage he's talking to you as a disciple maker as the one who is going to uh, because when Paul did his work you are also you also have your mandate everyone has his mandate there is no one who is there and is not going to do the ministry everyone you have a responsibility in the work of god so that is qualifying you to be a disciple maker uh, paul is talking about here and giving these five commands they are, he's talking about five of these here number one the fact he's talking about we are publicly proclaim we are to publicly proclaim god's word he started with it in the, in the first verses when he said preach the word be ready in season and out of season reprove rebuke exhort what he's talking about proclaim god's word publicly some of this time we, we are preaching on the, the podcast we are preaching on the whatsapp we are preaching everywhere god's word it is important to preach god's word because sometimes you can preach your word and which is not god's word but he is putting the emphasis to publicly proclaim God's word. Number two is talking about we are to be mental alert to all that is going on around us. Be sober. When he said be sober, be mentally alert. What is our time? What is going on? What are we going through? What is happening now? So, need to be sober and it is to be uh, he talked about number three we are to endure hardship to the end he's talking about he talks about his life as he's going to be poured out like a drink offering and he talks about that his time he has to his time of departure is coming so paul stood and endured hardship to the end he was in the prison up to the end he was preaching, but he was doing the work of God, despite all the hindrances he had. We might have also our hindrances, this local lockdown and whatever, but you can't, it, it, it is not a guarantee to stop you from preaching and teaching the word of God and preaching the gospel. In all things, you have to endure hardship and do the work of God. We endure hardship to the end. You don't have to hide. We have to come out, preach the gospel. Whatever happens will happen, but do the work of God until the end. Number four, we are to share the gospel with the unsaved, unsaved people. 
where you live where you work where you you can it doesn't mean because the church is locked down then they, you, you cannot preach the gospel on the street uh, where people's people are passing you can't go to the your neighbor and share the gospel you have that time so there is nothing like it doesn't mean that you cannot see a by a person by passing you and you share the gospel with or him so Paul is commanding us to share the gospel with all the unsaved number five we are to continue our ministry until all God's purpose for us is complete what is your purpose sometimes we don't understand the purpose of God on our life but when you understand the purpose of God what clearly don't don't tell us God has called the church in a miracle center what is exactly your purpose as you have you understood what is real your purpose God's purpose in your life what are the gifts which are in your life what are you going to use the gifts which are, what, what gifts are in your life you are going to use to see that Natete Miracle Center as a church goes to another level sometimes instead of doing what we are supposed to do we we jump jump we 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 pray we play a lot in the church we we do what we are not supposed to do we waste a lot of time but you are not doing anything on the purpose of god which is on your life and sometimes you have not understood what is god's purpose but behind all your progress is to understand in all circumstances because it doesn't mean that uh, i have served god without hardships they have been there a certain natete miracle center in my mother's in my mother's dining room or sitting room it was hard i tell you it was hard to put up a foundation put up a church to put everything it was hard but i understood god's purpose all along i have moved from different places in all these years of wait, where in the, in all these years of salvation i spent in salvation moved from press to press served here served there because i understood god's purpose even if i was in my, in my mother's house i could feel the purpose i could understand what god has called me in miracle center cathedral where i was praying i understood what god called me to do are you driven by god's purpose do you recognize what is the purpose of god on your life and what are you doing about it you start from a start point i don't i have tried to tell you where i started from but you start from there but right now i started from the sitting room the church is there the people are there we are still doing the work of god and outside and outside uganda god is taking me to another realm of serving him but see where we started so you start where you start you start by by inviting five people and preaching to them and encouraging them and making a small group out of them then from there god has 
can't God can take you where you don't even imagine. God can enlarge the way you are serving God. But instead we are thinking that one is going to give you a key of a ministry and say, oh, God has called you. Then this, this is a key for the church, come on, minister who? Because everyone starts. They start. That's why you despise pastors, because you don't know how they start. But if you can imagine where they start from, you have to give them. You have to honor them. At least, if you don't honor them because of their size, honor them of what they are doing. Of, why, of where God has brought them, of how they suffered. I remember I suffered. I went, I, I traveled to Mutombe two years on feet. I could finish my work at home and I go to Mutombe and I come back earlier before even my husband come back. And I passed through that before I became even a pastor there. I didn't wait for transport. I didn't beg from any believer. I did. I don't remember. I remember I, I, I used to have short hair. In my times, in all my times, even before I, I went to Mutume, even before, uh, even when I was at Miracle Center, I don't remember any day when I begged for a shoe, when I begged for a salon. I don't do that. It's not in my white caliber. It is not even. I traveled. I have traveled my journey, my salvation journey in pain. I don't remember when I begged for Vaseline. I could smear oil, cooking oil, or blue band. I could put in, in my hair uh, charcoal when I don't have dye. I have passed all that, but today I can I can dress. I remember one day when Pastor Tom Mugera told me, uh, "When you serve God, you serve God. God is going to dress you, and He has done it. He has done it. I don't beg for dresses. I don't even lend. No, oh, no. I don't even borrow. But it is an outcome of what I serve." So you can be serving with me, but you have not served God. Those are different things. You can serve with a person, but when you have not served God, do you know really what is your purpose? Be sober. Be alert. Understand what you're doing. Start to share the gospel. Start where you are. You are going to see how good works. I've seen it. And God has rewarded those who serve him. So, if you, are, if you don't see your reward, check the way you serve. So, we have to continue our ministry until all God's purpose for us is complete. There are four reasons to obey these commands. There are four reasons to obey this command. Others have modeled this for us. There are others you have seen. Our pastors, my our pastors, they modeled. I saw Pastor Robert Kayanja going for evangelism. Going, I used to go. He, he could he could find out when they reach in Balala that I'm, I came in a boat 
in a cupboard i don't know what is, what are you talking about i don't know really what are you doing but for us we didn't have transport you can find yourself in a space and find yourself on a crusade and i used to go to every crusade i used to to step where he's stepping to go where he's going i used to that was he was modeling and at the time when we started to to uh, used to at the time when i fasted for seven days and i went to i went to the well and i missed it there the minister at Vumba now it is a press which is near Sanga i didn't know that the seeds i was planting that time god was planning a future for me it was hard the well was hard we went there we didn't have transport but we were because our pastor used to go for crusade used to go that's why i, I was moving i don't know how many places i've moved because of the gospel because my pastor modeled that for me so what do you see what am i doing and what are you doing are you seeing the model are you taking over me are you what are you doing i've tried to model it for you to past leaders hmm? past leaders are dying and are handling the baton of ministry to us they are dying here in this verses we are we are, we, we have started today paul is dying and is giving a baton is passing this baton to timothy if you are not seeing that the baton is it is now your time it is not it's now your time to wake up when we say you get involved in chain prayer you are there because you don't have a phone then you don't ask for the phone everything they have to think for you i don't understand that mentality i'm very sorry things are going on on the platform and you don't care you don't involve yourself until they involve okay wait that person is going to be there every time he's involving you but that person has to be very generous if he's every time going to involve you he's going to wake you now let us go to the well now let us go here and let us go here and let us go here when you don't go there yourself so let us come out of that sleep rise up and do something those who obey uh, number three, those who obey and uh, gain eternal reward this is the for the third reason those who obey gain eternal reward if you obey you gain eternal reward if you obey and start to serve god you are going to gain eternal reward it is not the pastor who gives that eternal reward it is god and you are not serving the pastor you are serving god when you happen to ask for any reward you better know whom you are asking i used to work in places where i was where i passed i didn't ask any reward 
I remember when I was uh, at a certain place for six years, I was not even paid. I was not even given a dress. I was not even given a shoe. I was not even given a, a vaseline. I used to get the Vaseline from my mother. When I don't get that Vaseline, I smeared myself with butter. I smeared myself with... Uh, I used to get cooking oil as a Vaseline to my body for six years. No salary, not even a dress, not even any reward. I knew who was going to reward that's when I finished working there, then I got my home. You people, you want home, you want marriage, you think they get it from nobody. They get it from nothing. But sometimes you have, you have got your reward, so forget about God's reward. Because you people, you are asking for this reward, and you're getting rewards from people. Forget about God's reward when you want reward. I served not only for 15 years. Okay, let me say 10 something. Because other, other years where I was just seeking God. But nobody, I did get a car from Moto. I did get a new reward from Pasato. Even the transport allowance, 20,000 shillings. It came a time when they are not giving it to me, but I was serving during the during night, during the during night, during the for five years, for five days, six days. But you people, you are asking us for rewards, which means you don't want God's reward. But for me, we have got, they, they are now. They are, not, they are now surprised that I'm a coordinator Uganda for Lake and I go to Nigeria, I go to... Those are all God as well. And even there is an eternal reward which I have not seen, but I know I will get that eternal reward. What has kept me in my, in my home for 31 years? How many people have 31 years in marriage? You don't have even 31 years in age. How many people have 38 years in salvation like me? You don't you are not even 38 years in years. I'm 38 years in salvation. I'm even doubling. My salvation is doubling your age. sit and divide as a person of 38 years in salvation. Sometimes you need just to respect that person. And even salvation, I'm not even 30. Even in my years, I'm not even 38 years. And this person has been in 38 years in salvation. 38 years without even slumbering. Even 38 years without even backsliding. How many times in those five years of salvation we have backslidden? You cannot even handle one year when you are alone with you and God. But when I, I used to, when I was in the world for two years, for one year serving God, 
because I had not got it. I was there, there alone. Even my mother never knew where I was. Three to two years, I was on Miracle Center side there, seeking God. My mother never knew, not even addressed. My mother never knew when I, where I was, when I was in my college with God. He didn't know where I was, and he didn't know how I was feeling. Then I came back in that, in that I came back home, and I started to serve God when I, I'm home. I've passed, I had passed my wilderness. I could go without food. I didn't reside in a in any in in place. I was I, I was sleeping on the ground. I was sleeping in the church. Whoever has some pancake could take that pancake and drink water. So here we are joking. We are joking. I'm just modeling for you. If you are hearing and you, you, you have ears to hear, you better start on your journey. If you happen to have to, to, to you want to receive this eternal reward, it's not going to come from sitting down. So the time when others will listen will come to an end. If you don't do, those who are, who are ready to, to listen to you, they, are, they, they will, they will the time is going to come when they cannot even listen to you. You have now the power gate. People are listening to you. I can even put you anywhere and they listen to you. But time will come when they don't even listen. But now you are sitting. People are ready to hear the gospel. You can do any other business, sell this, they sell this, but you can't say God loves you and you share five minutes with that person with the word of God. And what does that show? What kind of Jesus do you have in your life? What level of God do you have which you cannot share with others? There are certain believers which I have. Uh, they came from another background, but every Monday I've have purposed it to preach for them until they reform, until they are saved. In my burger group, I have only Susan. How did I pull her to the burger group and we started? It is the urge that I have in my life. What urge, what thirst do you have? What do you hunger and thirst for? So sometimes it is very easy to say, I'm thirsty and hunger for God. Sure. Where is that thirst? When I'm at home and I'm thirsty and hunger for work, there's a small work I'm doing. We don't just imagine things. You don't just think about something. You either have it or you don't have it. When we were training, book for church planting, and book to church planting. We said, if that person does not have that zeal of church planting, I don't, I don't train you anymore. I'm wasting time on a person who will never become. Then I have to get someone who is having that zeal. Because when I was starting the church, I started it from my mother's house. Without his, <laughs> I remember I requested her permission when I had come. I said, Mom, the church is closed down. 
we are going to start this Sunday because I had that urge in me. It was not put in me by my mother. Then I went to another level of asking half of the land. Then I started the church. I don't remember when you come, when you came. Where did you find the church? On which level? When it was sheltered, when it was where? You know the truth. But it depends on the urge. When you don't have it, you are 0.0. No one is going to to shake you, to give you that urge. That urge is not given. You either have that urge or you don't have it. So, let us resolve. Let us um, use these. I've given you most of my applications. How you are going to obey these commands. Start where you can start. God has not asked you to start a church. In fact, in church planting, we start by evangelizing those you are going to put in your church. You don't fish from another church and you say, I'm a great leader. I fished this one from another church. You evangelize. Start evangelizing and feed those people. You, you now have the covenant, the bag, the bag material. You have them. Start from them. Start to pastor those. Go and evangelize. Make your move. You are free if you don't want it to come to my church. You are free. But instead of... These people are already in the church. And they have their pastor, Pastor Joseph in Aurora. So you are not doing the job. You don't know. The purpose, everyone, to, uh, we, are, we, we, we have the same purpose. God is purpose for all our lives. It's, it was put in, in Matthew 28-18. Go and preach and evangelize. Read the gospel. Baptize them. Teach them all that I have commanded you. It is for everybody, every believer. So I, are you obeying the Great Commission? Are you obeying the greatest command? If you are expecting the reward, start. The problem is with you, you don't obey God. We do these things, evangelizing, sharing the gospel, because we obey God. You have to obey God. I'm sticking with Vyaruhanga and his wife because I'm obeying God. I'm obeying God. I'm evangelizing. And one day you're going to see them. And they have become pastors. If they don't become pastors in Atete Miracles, then they will, they will become pastors where I'm taking them. And you will wonder. You have wasted all my energy and all my time and all my work. My son. These were the last and important words of Paul. We have to bear them. There are four commands. And for reasons. So let us pray that God help us to obey these commands and apply them in our lives. Start to apply, I don't know, because I cannot give you an application. Because hmm? there's five suggestions for obeying this. These are five suggestions for obeying this command. That this is the conclusion. So find these suggestions in your life. Oh, you're going to obey your God. 
me it was in my life whenever i was i knew i was serving god and i knew i was obeying god even at mutume i would have taken the tithes of pastor tomukerwa i remember one day i gave him 3.5 Why didn't I take it and I buy a car? Many, many, many persons bought cars, but not Josephine. Go and ask for my reputation in Mutungu. They will tell you. I don't, I don't steal even one coin. Because I'm antagonizing, um, I will be stuck in my blessing with God. I don't want blessings and rewards that are not coming from God. So what I do? So it is your relationship with you and God. Start where you are going to start and serve God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this word today. We thank you for the for Paul because he started and ended well. He did his work, he finished his work, he ran the rest He was sober. He was he directed us the same where we should be sober, where we should preach the word of God, where we should be mental alert to all that things that that are going around us, where we, we should be publicly proclaiming God's word and what is uh, what I'm doing now. Um and to endure hardships to the end. The many hardships we are in like COVID-19, but we have to endure We have to continue the work up to the end. Nothing can stop us. Even if they stop the church, they have not stopped the gospel. They have not stopped the work of God. The work of God has, has to continue. And Father, we thank you for the measures, the measure, the measures you, have, you have given us of preaching your gospel, of sharing your word, of this platform, Natete Miracles Center, where we share with all the podcasts where we share the word of God. We thank you for the privileges you have put for us to continue the work of God, to share the gospel. And Father, give us more privilege how we should share the gospel with unsaved when we are at home, when we are working in our gardens and people come and communicate with us. May we communicate and share the gospel, not gossip. May we share the gospel and not the gossip. In Jesus might name we may we give them the example that we have we have accepted Jesus as a personal savior and we are living for God father we thank you for our neighbors we thank you for everything we thank you and you're gonna give us the opportunity to share to them in the name of Jesus and we thank you for the four reasons because we have pastors who are modeled for us the pastor leaders are dying and handling the pattern of ministry to us and those who obey you gain eternal reward and the time when others will listen will come to an end so we have to use this time we don't know how many people are going to die in this system in this time so we have to use that time father forgive us where we have wasted the resources wasted the time wasted everything and we have not done what we have we are supposed to be doing father gives us the grace give us the power give us the action 
to share your gospel and to, do, to continue the ministry and do what we are supposed to do. Where we are placed in the church, in the chain, in, in the platform, the chain prayer, let us do what we are supposed to do, Lord. Let us have that urge of being on our platform and building each other and styling up each other. And may we listen to the message which is put on the platform, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son, the living God, which will style us to obey you and which will style us to, to serve you, Lord until the end. Father, give you all the glory and bless your people in every way of serving you. In Jesus' name, as they listen to this word, Father, help them. Give us, give them the grace to do what you will, will tell them to do. Father, I give you all the glory and all the honor and I praise you to your people. Bless them in every way of their life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen.